Hello, and welcome to the FinBiz 2030 Building Resilience podcast series. This episode features highlights from the Business Case for Doing Good webinar, hosted by Carla Futch and Shaleen Gallagher. In this short episode, we hear from Nomindari Engthur, CEO of the Mongolian Sustainable Finance Association. She is introduced here by Carla. All right, so our uh, next guest, joining us all the way from Mongolia to give us a global perspective, we have Nomindari Engthur, who is the CEO of the Mongolian Sustainable Finance Association, a portfolio management consultant for the UN Joint SDG Fund, and a fellow One Young World Ambassador. She's a truly impressive finance professional, driving force behind the sustainability agenda in Mongolia and beyond. I personally can't wait to hear from her. Nomindari, over to you. Thank you very much for the warm welcome and the introduction. It's a really absolute pleasure for me to be here, and I'm really excited to speak about the story of how in Mongolia, it's a, it's a developing small country of only 3 million people, but we're able to use the banking sector really as a driver for change and sustainability in the country. And I'm hoping to also bring a little bit of a developing country perspective uh, in this discussion today. So I think everyone already agreed that uh, if you look at what's happening globally now, the majority of businesses and the policymakers are speaking about sustainability, climate change, sustainable business practices. As just looking at a recent kind of survey that said around 70 to 80% of the global organizations had already made commitments to, for example, reduce the GHG emissions. And another one and a half thousand companies are currently committed to TCFD and climate disclosure standards, which is definitely a tremendous achievement. And uh, we are seeing similar kind of headlines every day in the news about these kind of exciting developments towards our 2030 agenda. Um, However, the real challenge that I believe we're facing right now is to really demonstrate the credibility of these commitments and really making sure that um, the actual change is happening and actual money is actually flowing into projects that are more cleaner and more sustainable. And I really must say that although we are making progress, I I think we're still way far behind where we need to be and where our commitments um, uh, we have made uh, should be. And one of the reasons I think this is happening is is because there's still many countries and companies that are viewing climate change, sustainability as kind of a side initiative, you know, a a social responsibility activity, something that's nice to do. Um, You just follow it because the rest of the industry does it, whereas it should be incorporated really in the cost strategies of any business that has a long term vision. And as a metaphor, we're just celebrating Earth Day one day a year, whereas every day should be Earth Day. And we could really endlessly debate the merits and costs of benefits of sustainability regulations and business practices. But at the end, we just have to understand it, it's just probably the most profitable strategy of human history. And sustainability should be just our new norm, new present and new business as usual. Um, I think it was said it should be the new investment standards. And the kind of the realization of this really has formed the sustainable finance journey in Mongolia. So in 2013, we had all the CEOs of the the banks come together when we had the first sustainable finance forum. And we had a long discussion about the various environmental and social Um, issues the country is facing. I mean, a lot of people, when we talk about Mongolia, we think about the nomadic country with the blue sky, but the reality is that we face a lot of issues like air pollution, which is even worse than Beijing, climate change, health, safety, destruction of of the lands from the mining sector, and so on. 
And in a country where the enforcement of environmental regulations is, is really weak because of the government and often also subject to corruption, the banking sector, the financial sector in general, holds a really powerful position uh, to influence more sustainable business practices. And most of the CEOs, when we had this discussion around that, they fully agreed that they had to implement sustainability because the banking sector has a really critical role in the economy. It makes up 95% of the entire financial sector. So it's a quite strong, advanced sector, and they usually want to take a lead in these initiatives rather than being told by the government to do, you know, to, to do something or to implement a policy. But one of the other CEOs, like in, in the room, put uh, in a very different way and said the question of why we should do sustainable finance should not really be discussed today because the answer is very simple. We are just doing it to survive. We simply cannot succeed in, in a world that itself is failing. And the sustainability path is just an enabler for future existence and growth for both financial institutions and also declines in businesses. So it's just basic business sense. And I think Gareth said, it's really just a strategic advantage as well. So after this discussion and after this event, the whole banking sector made a commitment to develop and implement a set of national sustainable finance principles um, that were adopted by the entire banking sector in 2015. And we are very proud that despite the fact that there is still no central bank regulation that mandates banks to do sustainable finance, all of the banks just implement them on a voluntary basis and they report to us, the Mongolian Sustainable Finance Association, every six months about the sustainability performance. Um, now the central bank has also picked this up and uh, they're collecting green loan statistics from the banking sector. And now most of the banks are really actively developing on various green finance products in different sectors. And also together as an industry, we're currently working with the government and the Green Climate Fund on the setup of a national green bank that will really provide financing for green projects at a much larger scale and at uh, a more affordable rate. And along the road, um, we have also realized that, of course, banks, uh, even though they make up a larger part of the financial sector, are just part of the solution, but the entire financial system and the business sector needed to be mobilized, including insurance, capital markets, institutional investors, and so on. So in light of that, we also developed the National Sustainable Finance Strategy in 2017, covering the entire financial sector, describing ways of how the market, both the market and also the government can drive more uh, positive change in, in the country. And starting from a few years back, we are now actively implementing various projects, initiatives around building a green bond market, introducing ESG um, considerations into the stock exchange policies, developing financial regulations and policies such as a green taxonomy um, that are aligned with our sustainability agenda. And what I found very interesting was also that this work that we have done in the banking sector is now also inspiring other business communities. So the construction sector is coming together, the, the Kashmir sector is coming together, and also other countries like Cambodia and Kyrgyzstan were inspired by this Mongolia story, and they're just coming together to develop their own sustainability standards, drive sustainability from the bottom up with a market-based approach. So even in a country where you have a government that is not so active on these sustainability policies, you can see that this is happening um, with change driven, driven from the market itself. And um, as a person that has really seen firsthand how finance can advance sustainability. Um, first, I just want to thank 
everyone, the organizers here today and the participants for taking part in this important discussion. And secondly, um, I just wanted to say that the power that we have as financial and business professionals is just endless. And so please use it proactively and ignite change wherever you are. So um, I, I, I have been, I dedicated my whole career working on sustainable finance and all the changes that I'm seeing in the country is really inspiring for me. And I just really hope every young financial professional that is working in this field will also support this agenda going forward. So um, thanks a lot for, for this uh, opportunity again, and I'm happy to share more insights during the panel and discussion. To hear more podcasts or to find out more about FinBiz 2030, go to finbiz2030.com. Join the conversation using hashtag FinBiz2030. FinBiz 2030 is a joint initiative between One Young World and Chartered Accountants Worldwide. This podcast is produced by Big Top Multimedia. The original webinar series was produced by Be There Productions and Big Top Multimedia. Special thanks to Pexels.com. Pexels.com.